Have you ever given up on someone, thrown up your hands and said, I'm done, I just can't do it anymore? Now, this is Wednesday, October 4th, and maybe this has happened with a friendship or someone that you were sharing the gospel with. You feel like you've come to the end of the road and you can go no farther. It is true, we have limits of patience, limits of energy and time. It's not just that conflict can separate people. It can be weariness or frustration. It may be that the person rejects us or turns us away. Today we look at this as we consider how to live in line with the gospel in our city. Here's our text for today. This is Acts chapter 18, verse 5 to 6. When Silas and Timothy came from Macedonia, Paul devoted himself exclusively to preaching testifying to the Jews that Jesus was the Messiah. But when they opposed Paul and became abusive, he shook out his clothes in protest and said to them, Your blood be on your own heads. I am innocent of it. From now on I will go to the Gentiles. Now the good news is that at this point, Paul's friends catch up to him. He's no longer alone. Silas and Timothy join him in Corinth. As we learned yesterday, Paul went to preach at the synagogue when he first arrived in Corinth. This was a natural choice for him, since he had been a leader among the Jewish people in Jerusalem. But notice what happened to him. His own people rejected his message. Ultimately, they became angry and abusive. This may be surprising. We think that the Jewish people would be delighted to hear that the Messiah has come. They would welcome Paul's message. And in many places, the Jewish people did embrace the gospel and welcome Paul. But this just didn't happen everywhere, and here's why. Often the most stalwart people become very entrenched in their views. They've invested so much of themselves in keeping the faith that they become the most resistant to believe anything else. As Jewish people, they have so long, so long defended their views that it is their natural response when they hear the gospel to do the same. Indeed, this is likely why they became angry and rough with Paul. They feel they have a lot to lose. They've been trying to faithfully keep the law in the face of opposition from Romans and Greeks. And now Paul tells them that this is not the right way, the way to be right with God. Jesus has fulfilled the law. The very thing they have taken pride in is being stripped away from them, and this just won't do. You know, Jesus also encountered this kind of opposition to his ministry. Again, the Jews were so vested in legalistic righteousness that the love of Jesus was offensive to them. He loved and welcomed sinners, the very people they excluded from fellowship with God. Now, in our city, we may also find people not only disinterested, but also actually offended by the message of Jesus. This is often because the stakes would be very high for them if they became Christians. I remember reading years ago about the conversion of the writer Anne Lamont. It was clear God was wooing her, drawing her to himself, but she knew that this would not play well with her progressive friends. 
Because of that, she felt she could not possibly become a Christian. But God was relentless with her, and ultimately, she responded in faith. She felt like she couldn't do otherwise. Notice what Paul does. He shook his clothes out in protest and took the message about Jesus to the Gentiles. We hear this and we want to think that Paul is giving up on the Jewish people, but actually he is doing what Jesus told his disciples to do in the very beginning. When Jesus sent them out, he said, If anyone will not welcome you or listen to your words, leave that home or town and shake the dust off your feet. That's Matthew 10, 14. Paul tells the Jewish people that their blood will be on their own heads. In other words, he shared the message about Jesus with them. They had their opportunity to respond to the message sent from God, but they rejected it. And so they will bear the responsibility, not Paul. He has done his part. I think in the city we love everyone, even people who reject us. And we want everyone to have an opportunity to hear the gospel and meet Jesus. But we end up giving our time and energy in those places where people are open and receptive to the message. And this is as it should be for a number of reasons. First, we don't force the gospel or the love of God on anyone. We understand that people must be receptive, and that's okay. They must decide to welcome Jesus into their lives. And second, we only have so much time and energy and passion to spread around. When we are rejected, we don't take that personally, but we grieve over the lack of response. Because like God, we want all people to come to the knowledge of the truth. We want everyone to find life in Christ. That's why we want to share our joy with everyone. Let's pray. Loving God, we know we can't save anyone. We didn't save ourselves. You saved us. Give us a sensitivity to the people around us, to know when to speak and when to be silent. We pray for open hearts and lives that people might come to know you. For in your name we pray, amen. <laughs>